Let's get it, y'all. I am way too excited. Like, I'm scream whispering right now because I don't want to scream in your ear because I'm that excited. The Straight Up Podcast, the one that you love, the one you listen to right now, is now a part of the Grove Day Podcast Network. You heard me. I told y'all we turn it up this year. And guess what? A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world, change to the world, impact to the world, and support shows and brands we believe in. That's why I'm a part of Growth Day. It's all about empowering people, impacting people, and bringing change to this world. But listen, one of my friends is a part of this network, and I need you to go show some love. Subscribe to her show. Earn your happy with Lori Harder. Okay, Lori is going to make you go harder in every area of your life. She's a brilliant mind, a brilliant spirit, a brilliant human. I know you're going to love her. I know you're going to love her show. That's Earn Your Happy with Lori Harder. Go subscribe today and watch your life be changed. Hey, what up, rehabs across the world? New listeners, I'm your host, Trent Shelton. Welcome to episode 11 of the Straight Up Podcast. And um, if you're a new listener, my first question is, what took you so long to get on the Straight Up Podcast? But now, make sure you go listen to the previous episodes. I know they will touch your life, uh, help you or help someone that you know. Uh, and everybody else, make sure you keep sharing it, man. We're impacting the world. I mean, this podcast is growing tremendously, and I'm grateful for each and every one of you. And it's not for me. You know, it's the greatest joy is when when someone says, like, man, I had no idea who you were, but my friend told me to listen to this podcast and on my way to work, like it's what I needed um, on, my way to, on my way to practice. You know, it's what I needed, you know, as I was, you know, getting dressed for for school is what I needed. So I'm just super grateful. And for, for everybody that's sharing it with their kids, too, like that is awesome because, you know, the kids, you know, they're the future and we can't change the future if we don't, you know, change how we raise our kids and the information that we give our kids. And speaking about that, you know, I do have a new book coming out straight up on May 5th, I believe, or May 7th, one of those days. But make sure you go check it out. May You can pre-order it right now on Amazon, uh, but it's a great book for youth. So if you have trouble, you know, talking to your kids, I could be that voice for you because I know how it is. You know, sometimes they need to hear some something different. And also, it's not just for kids. I feel like it's for adults also. So just go check it out. Just to tell you guys right now, I wasn't going to share this, but I'm going to share it because <laughs> I know today's going to be a struggle. I am sick, guys. Like, I have the flu sick. And I've been out of it for the last, you know, three, four days. I actually had to cancel some speaking engagements, which I've never done. Usually I can push through it, but I feel like it was God telling me to sit down and disconnect to refocus because this is actually my busiest month of my life. Um, I don't think I've had a, a month this busy throughout my whole career. I'm bouncing back and uh, hopefully I'll be recovered and uh, it's just good to disconnect. And uh, I actually wanted to take this episode. I wish Maria was here to actually join me and we'll do another episode as a couple, but I didn't want to get her sick. And it's actually Valentine's Day. And I didn't think I was going to actually be here, but I'm here, but I can't really be around her because I don't want to get her sick. So it sucks. But we're doing something special uh, next week and actually going skiing next weekend. So that's going to be fun. But I've been getting this question for years. And a lot of you follow me because of relationship videos, uh, because of, you know, friendship videos. And I've been getting this question a lot lately. And people have been asking me, like, how like, how do you make your relationship stronger? And these are just some ideas. And I want to be clear you know, when I give you guys advice, like it's coming from my perspective, you know, um, my perspective doesn't always mean that it needs to be your truth. You know, that's why I'm always telling you when you listen to my podcast or you listen to anybody, take what you need and leave what you don't. 
But I really feel if you apply these things or you become more aware of these things, your relationship has no choice but to get stronger. What's up, rehabbers across the world? Welcome to Straight Up with Trent Shelton. Throughout my career, from the NFL to sold-out stages speaking to thousands, I built up a toolkit to break through negative mindsets, let go of what's holding you back, and start rehabbing your life. And every show is going to be jam-packed with tips, tricks, and tools to push you forward. I'm always going to be real with you and give you the 100% truth, even when it's going to pierce your heart. This is me, Trent Shelton, straight up. The first thing I feel like, and these are, you know, not in any particular order, but the first thing that I feel like is very important that a lot of us overlook is foundation. I mean, you build a house on the wrong foundation, what's going to happen to the house in a storm? You know, if you look at your relationship like that house, you know, that's built upon sand instead of being built upon something solid, you know, if it's not built upon something solid, you already know when the storm hits, what's going to happen to the house It's going to crumble, it's going to fall. And a lot of our relationships at times, you know, when I look at my past relationships, even though they were like puppy love stuff, it wasn't built on nothing that was real. And so when real situations came up, <laughs> the relationship folded. And a lot of a lot of people build their relationships on lust and not love. You know, we're humans. And I'm not telling you to, you know, you can't be attracted to someone. And if you're attracted to someone, that's not something that's real. Nothing like that. You're a human being. But the problem that happens is, is we allow our eyes to pick out what's right for our life instead of our heart. And so for most people, you'll determine what's right for your life based upon the presentation. And I'm going to tell you right now, presentations lie. Just because somebody looks like it, just because somebody talks like it, walks like it, whatever, doesn't mean they, they're that, right? And a lot of, th- we, we allow our preferences to put us in situations and relationships and, that aren't right for our life. And we build our foundation off of that. And um, I think what, that's one of the worst mistakes to make because what's going to happen when those things fade? Like, you know, we're going to get old, right? Like, what's going to happen when the person that you're with becomes wrinkly? <laughs> <laughs> what's going to happen when they get older? What's going to happen when those looks fade? Are you still going to be in love? Are you still going to have that strong connection? Are you still going to have that bond? And if you based your relationship off of how they looked and that was it, you never dove in deeper. You never, you know, got down to the root of things to really build a solid foundation. There's a great chance that your relationship is going to fail. And so I would challenge everybody that's listening to this, um, even, if you're, even if you're in a relationship right now and it might not be going the way you want it to go, I would challenge you to get back to the foundation, right? To get back to the root. And me and Maria, like, well, Maria, when I saw Maria, I was like, ooh, we, like, who is that? Like, my eyes definitely picked her out <laughs> for sure when I saw her. And if you guys know our story, we wasn't together, like, you know, we wasn't together for the whole time we knew each other. You know, even when we had Tristan, we were co-parenting. And that's a whole other podcast to talk about how we did that. But we were co-parenting. Um, and it didn't work because, you know, she was infatuated by how I looked and I was infatuated by how she looked. And we never dove in deeper. And once we started to, to get to know each other, like once I started to get to know her heart, once I started to get to know her mind, like I fell in love with that. Like on the outside, Maria is beautiful. But for me, she's even more beautiful because of her inside. And I think when you have that approach in relationships, that's when you build something that can last forever, right? When you build that friendship, when you build that connection 
that can't be, you know, that can't be disrupted or can't be broken. And time doesn't, you know, kill your relationship. Like wine, it gets better with time. And so, um, yeah, I would really challenge everybody to think about that. Like, what's the foundation that you're going to build your relationship on? Because if it's not something that's real, I promise you it probably will fold and crumble at some point. The second thing on how to make your relationship stronger is you have to be selfless. And I know this is a common sense thing to say. I know a lot of us understand this is like a duh moment, Trent. But I really want you to think about this because, you know, I have a quote that a lot of people love. It says, you know, selfishness doesn't create togetherness. And it's so true. You know, when I think about all the arguments that me and Maria have had or the disagreements we have had, it's because we've, you know, whether it's me at the time being selfish or her being selfish or we're both being selfish, we're we're into ourselves too much, right? We lost track of the bigger picture. And if you're in a relationship and you're thinking about you, and let me put this in context, okay? If you're in a relationship that you know is bad and it's toxic and it's abusive and, you know, that it's not good, it's not going anywhere, that's a whole different story, okay? But if you're in a relationship and it's all about you, then it's going to be very hard for that relationship to succeed, you know, especially when you get married, you become one. So it's no longer about you. It's about y'all, as we would say in Texas. It's about we. It's about us. And so one of the things that I developed um, and Maria has, too, in our relationship, and we try, you know, sometimes it doesn't work. <laughs> sometimes we like we throw it out the window, but we we never stay angry at each other long. Like, I promise you this. And I'm not just fronting for a podcast episode to make you think more highly of us. I can care less about all that. But we don't stay angry at each other long. Because we understand the big picture and we understand the goal of our relationship, of our marriage and like the legacy that we want to leave for our children and everything like that. So we don't stay mad at each other long because we understand that we are a team. And the reason that I think helps us a lot is we take ourselves out of it. And so instead of saying, like, you need to do this better for me, like when that thought comes up in my mind, when I'm thinking about my wife, like you need to do this better for me. The first thing that I think about, like, well, the first, the first thought after that, because I check myself, I say, Trent, what are you not doing for her? Because maybe you're not doing something for her that's causing her to not do this for you. And so many people in relationships don't look at it like that, right? I just don't get it because a relationship, you're a team, you're not opponents. And I see so many people wearing the same jersey but operating as enemies, like tearing each other down, like, you know, trying to win the argument. Like you do realize even if you win the argument, it's still a loss at the end of the day. Right? If somebody walks away angry and it's not solved, or there's no peace that is achieved from the situation, from the conversation, it's still a loss. And so the thing that you have to do is you have to take yourself out of it. And it takes a lot of selflessness to do this. But you got to say, hmm, OK, what can I do better? How can I be better? OK, she's not giving me this. I'm going to make sure I give it to her because it's just a common law of nature. I feel like when somebody does something for you, you want to do it for them. And if you're in a good relationship, if you're in a good companionship, a good marriage, that's going to happen. And so um, take that with you, because I think a, I just feel like we we want people to, you know, fulfill our needs so much. And we think about what we're not getting that we don't realize what we're not giving. All right, we want people to fulfill our needs so much that we don't realize that we're not fulfilling theirs. It's like if you're not fulfilling their needs, 
Like, why are you expecting to have a happy relationship? That's like going out to a garden and not watering the plants and expecting to have a beautiful garden. Like, it's not going to happen. So number two, be selfless. Realize you're a team. Realize you're working together. You're not opponents. There's no point in trying to tear each other down, even when you have disagreements. And when you do have disagreements, you got to come back to the table and say, listen, my bad, my fault. Let's get this right. Let's fix this. All right. So number three, let's go to number three. Number three, which is big, is connect daily. And it's hard now. I will tell you that with social media, with cell phones, it is hard. And this is a struggle, um, you know, in my relationship, my marriage with me and Maria, you know, because Maria is an influencer. I'm an influencer. And so we're always working. And so, uh, you know, these are conversations that we've had. Like, man, we have to put down our phone when we're around each other. There's no reason why we should be in the bed on our phone. You know, I made a, a quote a long time ago. I'm probably going to butcher it. But it said, uh, we're allowing technology to kill our relationships because we're giving our phone more attention than our partner. And I think it's true. You know, um, we live in a time where we're connected to the world more than ever, but we're disconnected to our world because of that. You know, it's it's a crazy time because we have the connection, like the, the, the power of connection is stronger than ever, but also the power of disconnection is stronger than ever because of that. And so you have to like make sure that you're given that that focused quality time. You know, you have to both make sure to say, you know what, our phones are away when we're in the bed. Our phones are away when we're doing this. Our phones are away when we're out to eat. Because one of the most precious things that you can give someone is your undivided attention. Okay, so make sure of that. Um, also, with connection daily, you know, stay in audition mode. And what I mean by that, think about the times like when you were first trying to like win that person. And another quote that I wrote a long time ago, I said, right, if you keep trying to act like you're you're win- trying to win that person, you'll never lose that person. So it's something like that. I probably butchered it. I'll charge it to my sickness right now. But if you keep trying to act like you're trying to win them over, that's how you'll never lose them, right? You stay in that audition mode. A lot of times we let time to make us become boring. We let we let time to just make us relax. You know, never stop dating. You know, this is something that is very key. You know, getting to know each other more, keeping that excitement alive. You know, stay in that audition mode. You know, they're like when you first was trying to win that person, there was nothing that you wouldn't do. Think about it. Right. You was texting them all day. You were sending them flowers. You was doing it all. Right. You stay up. You fall asleep on the phone talking to them <laughs> or her, you know, and you're just like doing everything you can to make them feel special. But the problem that happens is in anything we do in life, and this is always relationships, but anything we get in life. And we talked about this before. It's like once we get it, then we chill. But, you know, I tell people all the time when it comes to like marriage, like your wedding day is not the most important day. Like the most important days are the days after your wedding day. That's just the start of a whole nother journey for you. It's a beautiful day, but your relationship isn't over the day you get married. Right. That's when it starts. Go on dates. Make sure you take out that time. Make sure that you schedule that time. However, you got to do it. Make sure you do that because you don't want to build that disconnect. Okay. Understand this, communication is oxygen to your relationship. Without it, it will die. And I'll take it a step step deeper. Connectedness is oxygen to your relationship. You have to be able to connect with the person that you're with. And I change that because communication, you can just say anything and that can be considered communication. But when you have connection, 
that means that you're both in tune with each other. And one of the best ways that I like to that I like to help people like build this connection when they're having conversation, uh, when they're talking about things, because, you know, I know a lot of relationships, you know, people keep things bottled in, you know, and anything you're suppress will eventually come to a head, right? Will, ex- will eventually explode. And a lot of times that happens, right? We don't address certain things and then we keep that tucked away. And then we allow something small down the line to make us explode on our spouse or the person that we're with because we never addressed it. And I think we're to relate in a relationship, you have to have an environment that that both of y'all feel comfortable in addressing situations. Both of y'all feel comfortable in bringing your emotions to the table. Both of y'all feel comfortable in expressing your needs, expressing your concerns and expressing your wants, expressing, you know, just anything. Because if you can't communicate with the person that you're with, then assumptions are formed. And I'm going to tell you, assumptions will kill a relationship because assumptions, what assumptions does, it's a gap, right? When you don't communicate, it builds a gap between a couple. It builds a gap. And assumptions is the bridge. And assumptions are usually never right. Are they doing this because of that? Or they must be liking somebody else. Or they must don't love me no more. Or I'm not pretty enough anymore. Right? You build up all these assumptions that's not fair to the person that you're with. Because that could be far from their truth. Right? That's why it's important to have an environment of connection. Not just communication, but connection. And the best way to build this is something I developed called ARC communication. And this is super simple. You can apply it to your relationships. Hopefully it'll work. I don't know who you're dealing with. Maybe this won't work because they don't want to communicate at all. That's a whole other situation, a whole other problem. So ARC communication. I developed this because I realized with communication that a lot of times I would communicate out of emotions, right? And that doesn't help anything. It doesn't help, you know, it doesn't help you. It doesn't help the person you're communicating with. Um, and especially if you're in a turbulent time in your relationship, if you're walking on eggshells, um, if it's, you know, if it's just not good, if it's just not a good season or a good chapter, you know, art communication is very important. And so the A, let's break this down. It's A-R-C, ARC. The A stands for appreciation. So if you've been arguing with your spouse you know, you've been arguing maybe with your friends or, you know, wherever you take this for. Some of y'all aren't married. Some of y'all aren't in relationships. Maybe it's a relationship with a coworker or, you know, your boss or whatever. Like, I think you can apply this to anything. Um, the wrong thing to do is just to come at them, right? Because most people are on the defense. Like, you even, like you come at me on some emotional stuff and, like, you telling me all this stuff, I'm probably going to shut down. That's just who I am. And so what you need to do is first show appreciation, Okay, and this can look like any way you want it to look like, but you want to let the person know that you appreciate them. So if I was coming to Maria with a concern, right, that I want to bring to her and me and her are on a rough patch and I know that, you know, she's on edge, I'm on edge. I'm going to come to her with appreciation. Like, hey, babe, I just want to tell you I appreciate you. You know, I'm sure you're going through things that I don't understand. Um, I'm sure you're dealing with so much, you know, that I don't get. And I just want to say I appreciate you for who you are. Right. That's a shortened version, obviously, but you guys just trying to paint the picture for you, right? So I'll give appreciation. After appreciation, the R stands for reassurance. And so I'm going to reassure her that, like, I, like, we're a team. I got you. You know, I ain't going nowhere. So it might sound like, babe, like, I got you. You know, I want to just let you know that I want to see the best you. I want to see the best us. You know, I want us to grow old together. You know, so, like, I just want you to let you know I know 
over these past few weeks, you might not have felt that because how I was communicating with you. I apologize for that. You know, that was my ignorance. But I want to let you know that, you know, I got you. So you reassure them. And then after you reassure them, then the, the C is concern, right? Then you place your concern. So the concern might be, you know, whatever the concern is, whatever your complaint is, you know, then you give it to them. And I can promise you two things that's probably going to happen when you, when you have art communication. The first thing that's going to happen is, one, you're going to be in a better place to give the communication, right? You're calmed down. There's no way that like, you can say all these nice things and still be angry. It's like, it's not possible. So you're going to be in a, in a better place when you give this communication. So by you being in a better place, by you saying it in a, in a, in a, to- in a better tone, because it's not about what we say, it's about how we say it, obviously. And by you being in a better tone, a better state, they're going to take it differently. And the second thing is, we use art communication, they're going to be in a better place to receive it. And so it just helps you take your communication to connectedness. And I feel like that's the place where, you know, understanding takes place. That's this place where, you know, problems are solved and, you know, agreements are made and people are able to move on and stuff like that. So number three, connect daily. Okay. Art communication. Number four, very important when it comes to your relationship. Set goals for your relationship, okay? For your relationship together. Set together goals. You know, I know, you know, you have your goals, they have their goals, and you have what you want to do, they have what they want to do, and that's great. Like, that's cool. We'll talk about that in a minute. That's, we need that, right? We need our individual goals. But one of the things that um, that I've done um, and that Maria has done is that we have set family goals, you know, on the simple form of like, okay, we're going to take four vacations every single year because we want to give our kids experiences, right? We want to create experiences and memories instead of just giving them gifts. So that's a family goal. And when we hit these family goals, it just brings us closer together. We have financial family goals. We have um, so many, even goals for our kids, right? Things that we do together. And the more you do things together, right? It keeps you together. So ask yourself that question. What goals have y'all set together? And it could be anything from you know, fitness goals, it could be spiritual goals, it could be financial goals. You know, what's the legacy that you're trying to create and leave for your family? That's a conversation that me and Maria, we have a lot, you know, that gets us back focused on what really matters and what should matter with our relationship. Like we think about like, you know, with our children, because we understand this truth. And for everybody that has kids, and I'm going to do a whole episode, I've, I said it every time, but I am, but I'm going to do a whole episode over you know, parenting and not saying I'm the best parent in the world. I have so many things I need to learn to be a better parent. But, you know, um, one of the things that I'm very conscious of when it comes to parenting and, you know, our, our marriage and our marriage we're very conscious of is that, you know, our kids, our kids are are watching what we do. Our kids are are understanding what love is based upon the definition that we give them. They understand what, you know, how to deal with arguments. They understand what, what a relationship is, what a marriage is based upon how we deal with each other. So we're very conscious of that. And, what breaks my heart is when I don't see people conscious of that and not knowing that you're giving your kids a foundation. Like you're giving your kids a foundation and a definition of a relationship based upon you. And so some people might think it's dysfunction. And so this whole cycle, right, this whole cycle happens because people aren't aware of the things that they're giving their kids. And so me and Maria, we're very uh, conscious of that and very conscious of of the legacy we're trying to create, you know, for our grandkids and our grandkids, grandkids. And we think about like, man, it would be cool if we started something now that, you know, when we're long gone, like, you know, when it's, you know, the year 3000, whatever, <laughs> that there's a tradition that's that's still in place with our family 
because we started something. So we always find that very cool to do. So, you know, set goals for your relationship, set goals for your marriage. The next thing is support their dreams, right? We just talked about you guys setting goals together, but you got to support their dreams also. It breaks my heart when I hear people say that my spouse, my boyfriend, my girlfriend, my friend, my husband, my wife, they don't support me. Listen to me. You should be their biggest cheerleader. And again, we talked about how people support you, right? We talked about that on an episode. Some people support people in different ways. So you got to understand how they're supporting, what their support means, like how they're showing support. But you need to be their biggest cheerleader. Like there shouldn't be somebody out in the world that's cheering for your man or your woman more than you. And that's being straight up. Like you should help them see the greatness in them. Like you should, you should help them see what they can't see in themselves. Because that support, just to know, so like, and I know I keep referring back to Maria, but obviously this is an episode about relationships and, you know, just bringing it from a real authentic place. Like she kept me going just by her believing in me, you know, in her way. Like she kept me going. She gave me the confidence. I can tell you right now, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if it wasn't for her support. If it wasn't for her saying the small things that she probably thought was small, but made the most impact on my journey, the little things. Like, I'm proud of you. I see you. Like, that's all you got to say sometimes. And then always about, you know, writing some 10-page book on Facebook about how you support the person that you're with because I'm all about actions anyway. Because there's a lot of people who live a Facebook relationship, an Instagram relationship, but offline, it ain't the same. Like, they should find their biggest supporter, cheerleader, in you. It's not your job to talk them out. And listen, yes, there comes a point where, you know, there's a some type of reality piece, right? Like if somebody is 40 years old trying to still play in the NFL, right, there's a reality. It's not going to happen. Like I understand that part. Like I get that. But it's not always our job to talk people out of their greatness when it's still possible. You know what I'm saying? So just make sure you support them. The next thing when, when making your relationship stronger is you got to make forgiveness real. And I'll be very brief on this. True forgiveness doesn't dig back up what it agreed to bury. Yeah, I want to I want to let that sit for a minute with you. True forgiveness doesn't dig back up what it agreed to bury. What I mean by that is if you're forgiving someone, if you gave someone forgiveness, it's wrong for you to still hold that against them if you say you have forgiven them. And there's no way your relationship can be stronger if you're holding things against someone that they don't even know that you're holding holding against them. So if something happened in the past and you have said, I've forgiven you, then you let that go, especially if that person doesn't give you a reason to bring it back up. Right? You don't bring that up in, a, in an argument and say, well, you did this to me in, you know, three years ago. No, that means you haven't forgave that person. That's unfair to the person. Like if you can't give real forgiveness, then don't give it. But in relationship, you have to forgive often. You have to. And true forgiveness doesn't dig back up what it agreed to bury. OK, and last but not least. Relationships, if you're a believer, like I am, is made for three. You, the person that you're with in God, when you bring, it's a relationship. And when you bring more than three people on the ship, a lot of times that's when the ship starts to sink. Stop taking your business outside that ship. Everybody needs to know about your business. And I, I get it. You can have somebody that's, you know, somebody you trust, somebody you talk to. Maybe you have a therapist, a counselor. You have a friend you confide in. But you got to make sure, you have to make sure that, you know, I even tell people when they watch my videos, like, don't take my advice for your truth because I don't have to deal with the I don't have to deal with the the result of your decision. You got to deal with that. But I see so many people go on Facebook, go on Instagram and 
they'll so funny. Like people post my videos, like say it'd be like, stop breaking your own heart. They'll post it on their page. They won't tag nobody, but I'm like, come on now, you know, like everybody knows who you're talking about. <laughs> not telling you not to post my videos, but I see it so much or you'll find the quote by somebody and it's like really like, you know, talking down the person that you're with and you don't tag them and like you act like nobody knows who you're talking about. Everybody knows who you're talking about. And the, the thing is that a lot of people, what happens is they get upset when people get in their business. But I'm like, if you're sending out invitations on social media for people to be in your business, don't get mad when people accept those invitations. So keep your situations private. You know, deal with your deal with, you know, your matters privately. Um, stop uh, letting people be a part of something they're not involved in. And I think if you do these things that I just talked about today, um, it'll help make your relationship stronger. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm losing my voice. And I'm towards the end, so it worked out perfect timing. But yeah, just listen to this with your spouse. Listen to this with your boyfriend and girlfriend or whoever, like whatever you take this for, and just have conversations about it. Like how can you build a, how is the foundation? Is it strong enough? How can we build a stronger foundation? How can we be more selfless? How can we connect daily? How can we set goals for our relationship? How can we support each other more? How can we, you know, make, are we making forgiveness real? Like, how can we do that? And is our relationship between us or are we involving way too many people in our, in our relationship? Because we have way too many opinions. Um, it tends to chaos in your relationship. All right. Well, guys, as you see, I'm losing my voice. Uh, I power through it. I'm sick. <laughs> so again, uh, today was a little off. I apologize, but I had to get this to you. I didn't want to have like a blank week for you guys. And uh, I just hope that you really listen to the con the content of this and have some takeaways. And so uh, I look forward to hearing your feedback. I appreciate y'all. Like I said, the end of every single episode, it all starts with you. It's rehab time. Let's get it. Straight up. Straight up. It's hosted and recorded by me, Trent Shelton. The episodes are produced by Chelsea Harfouche and mixed and edited by Andrew Weller. Cameron Berkman is our executive producer. Straight Up with Trent Shelton is a production of The Hollis Company. Hey, I want to make sure you got my phone number. Like, for real, for real. No kidding. Did you even know that I have a community text number? And if you don't, where have you been? So go ahead, take out your pen and paper, take out your phone, and write this number down. My phone number is 817-242, yep, 2719. I'm going repeat it for you. 817-242-2719. People always ask, Trent, how did you get that community text number? And how does it work? Well, today's your lucky day. Go to community.com and go get your own. Community makes it easy to get a phone number that you can use to build your audience using texting. People just text you at the number. They're added to the group. And then you can text them out audios, video links, anything you want. Like you already know, I text out podcast links, random things about life. I text out surprises, all the things that I don't post anywhere else except my rehabber text community. Texting gets me out of the noise of social media and directly to you. And guess what? Now you can start texting your people too. Just go to community.com to get your number. They'll give you a 10-digit real phone number. Not those weird short codes that look like spam. But it's more than just a number, y'all. Your new number comes with an inbox for SMS texting. This means you can actually manage your text links from your community and an app on your phone. You can schedule texts at certain times to certain groups. It even comes with auto replies, 
so many things. Just go to community.com and ask for a free demo. They'll show you how it works and get you your phone number. It's time to start texting your audience versus just posting on social media. Everyone uses community for just that. So go to check them out at community.com. That's community.com. Let's get it. Hey, y'all, what's up? I'm super excited to share this with y'all. I need like a drum roll. I need like a band. But listen, this podcast, the Straight Up Podcast, is now a part of the Growth Day Network. I told y'all maybe turn it up this year. A bunch of us are coming together to bring more growth to the world, purpose to the world, impact to the world, and to support shows and brands we believe in. That's why I'm a part of Growth Day. It's all about purpose. It's all about power. It's all about impact. And guess what? One of my friends, one of my homies is on this network also, and I need you to go subscribe to their show, The Boss Bay Podcast. I'm sure you already heard of it, but if you haven't, here you go. Natalie and Danielle are amazing. The interviews are amazing. Their strategies are amazing. If you're about that growth life, The Boss Bay Podcast will grow your life, like straight up. I know you're going to love them. I know you're going to love the show. Go check it out. Go subscribe today and you will not regret it. Let's get it.